0: Coach. What, 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 what? It'd be Dan Marino, Zach Thomas, Jason Taylor, in that exact order. I want an opportunity to play, and the Jets are giving me an opportunity to play.
1: i put a Lindo Mari up there before i Ryan like kind
0: of, I, uh, Ricky Williams, just before Dolphins training camp this past July, he turned his back on all of and ruined the Dolphins' entire season. No question about it, I am ready to get hurt again. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Dolphin fans of all ages, the Batter Fins fans podcast post-game reaction show is back after another let's not call Dub. it beautiful let's not call it beautiful Let, let's it's a say win. it's a win right, after another victory at hard rock stadium danny how the hell are we doing today sir i'm doing pretty good man uh i i was uh, a little surprised at the slow start
1: uh but mm-hmm. i guess we'll get into that once we start talking about the game but um all in all pretty good day so far
0: it was it was and we're we're currently we're currently sidebarring here because Obviously, your team is playing, and my next opponent is currently on TV, so we're catching that at the same time. We're going to give you a quick breakdown about today's postgame reaction. I'm sure if you saw it, uh, I'm sure if you were there to witness it, there is there is definitely some hot topics to talk about. And um, <laughs> Bobby Finstock, welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. Five and one. Don't you take a break? Yeah, I, I took a break. Listen, I got home, took a break, and now we're up here about to drop this. Listen, you want one, let me know. I'll drop it to you right now. But, um, <laughs> exactly no break and covering the fence content. Um, but one of the main things, one of the main things, and I said it to Bobby, I said it to Evan, I said it, um, when I was on clock blockers on Friday, uh, Saturday during the Fentine event at Bow Campers. I needed a statement win from this defense. Now, let's just concentrate on the first quarter. Let's, let's do that. Let's concentrate on the first quarter. All right, two, two straight back to back, three and out from our offense. Led to a quick 14 points by this Carolina Panthers defense. No, now, before, before uh, I'm sorry, by their offense. Yeah. So yeah. before I give you my point of view, because obviously I was there watching it as right. uh, the the Panthers took a little bit of our volume out of the stadium. What was your takeaway as you saw them put up a quick 14 on us?
1: Uh, we talked about how this could possibly be a trap game, even though we thought the Panthers were bad enough. Where even if it's a trap game, the Dolphins can wake up once they realize they're getting punched in the mouth which is basically what ended up happening, I guess. But um, I I don't know. A a little part of me was disappointed that, um, let's say, Mike McDaniel. I feel like it's a coach's job to have a team ready, even if your opponent is, you know, you're underestimating. You're not allowed to let your team underestimate your opponent. And I feel like you guys got punched in the mouth the first quarter. That's exactly what
0: I thought. Now, it goes without saying, Danny – they put up 21 points on us, but the next touchdown came in garbage time. Oh yeah, yeah, no. have pick the, six right. by Mike White. Um we did pitch a shutout after the first quarter. After the in the first quarter, the other thing that was st- that was amazing to me. They put a stat line up on, up at the Hard Rock Stadium, which I'm sure you guys saw at home as well, where they did the team comparison. And obviously this offense was so inept in the first in the first quarter. Did that give you any pause at all whatsoever? You're like, "Whoa." You guys have the number one passing offense. You have the number one rushing defense. And you literally have like a whole 48 yards in the first quarter.
1: No, um, I think overall my assessment of the game was you guys just like the fans. Like going into this game, how many people were really taking this game that seriously? I, I went in to see ticket prices for this game this morning, and they're cheaper than they've been all year. Now, I don't know if it's because everybody's like, eh, it's going to be an easy win. Maybe I don't go and waste my time in the traffic. I just enjoy this dub at home. Like, I feel like this was almost everybody felt like an off week. So I think, I mean, in reality, I think going down 14-0 almost made it more entertaining to watch. It did. It was entertaining. Because I think going into the game, you're like, okay, we should beat their ass. Let's see how many we can score. And then going down 14-0, like, oh, okay well let's see how we catch up and i mean it made it more entertaining by the end of the first half i feel like everybody was confident with how, what the result was going to be but um you know all in all it's what we expected we thought that they would have a dominant performance and that's what it ended up being
0: so we we move on now um to the second quarter where the dolphins offense woke up and sir we put up 21 points in that second quarter now i i'm pretty sure this goes without saying i think that's what everybody came to the to the game to watch and that that's what everybody at home was expecting especially people who they were watching in different states because this is one of the games that was being played on national tv in most of the country um even though it's the panthers but you know the dolphins are a ticket right now that people want to see danny when i saw the team finally wake up i'm like all right, this is what we expected now i'm still holding i'm still holding you know my concerns there at bay because Again, I wanted to see the defense really show up. Pitched the shutout in the second in, in the second quarter. Now we're talking. Now we're moving the ball. Now now we're actually playing like the team we're supposed to play against a bad team. But all in all, I still don't feel comfortable because when you talk about player stats in this game, Bryce Young, 23 of 38 for 217 yards, one touchdown, zero interceptions. Chuba Chubba. Chubba Chubb Hubbard, sir, 19 carries, 88 yards. Adam Thielen, mister, I called uh, Brian Hartline we, on Spotbox yeah. on Friday. And you basically dismissed him when we brought him up last show. I dismissed the <laughs> ish out of him. I apologize yeah. wholeheartedly to you. 11, listen, for you guys listening right now, Evan, Bobby, if we just gave up 11 catches and 115 yards to Adam Thielen, or uh, Are you guys worried about Devontae Smith and A.J. Brown that we have to go see next week? Danny, it gives me fucking pause.
1: Okay, I've told you since last year, I thought Xavier Howard has lost a step. I still... Those were all all on Eli Apple.
0: Those were all on Eli Apple. No, no,
1: Xavier Howard did not have a good game today. (laughs) He didn't have maybe the worst game on the field, but he did not have a good game today. Um... Before we go on to the game overall, I did want to address just a couple of things because I saw um, uh, Evan wrote something here. He said um, that we lost uh, the turnover battle again. He said it in a comment earlier. Yeah, right here. And I did want to address two things. And Tua, obviously, is balling, like always. But did did you notice the very first play of the game offensively, a screen pass? I thought it was going for a pick six. He threw it, and it went right by the Panthers' defender. I guess he read the screen, and he he like overran it, and it went right behind his head. I was like, oh, shit, that that, that could have been bad. And then there was a play where they went off for it on fourth down. It looked like they were going to go for a QB sneak. Beautiful play called by Mike McDaniel. Everybody stuffed the line, and then it was a little floater. No, it wasn't a floater. He threw it back to, mm-hmm. was it to, Mo- to Mostert? He threw it back yes. to somebody, but yeah, it was a bad shirt. pass ended up being a fumble, could have gotten picked up. Luckily, most of them went ahead, picked it up, ran out of bounds. Those two plays could be game changers. You can't afford to have those type of plays and, like Evan said, lose the turnover battle against teams like the Eagles, against like the the Niners. Like These are the teams that people are are mentioning the Dolphins with now, right? The elite of the elite. And you can't have games like these against those. Now, they get a pass because I felt like they mentally weren't 100% in this game, maybe 100% focused, because of the opponent. So, you know, you give them a pass. They ended up kicking their ass once they wanted to. So I felt like, you know, you can't harp on it too much. But those little things, if they don't get straightened out when you play against teams like next week's Eagles, that could be a bigger issue in the long run.
0: Well, I, I I'm I, and I agree with every single point you just made because the one thing that we kept saying is we shouldn't look ahead. Us as fans, we're allowed to look ahead. I think this team maybe, maybe slightly in that first quarter, didn't take the Panthers as serious as maybe they should have. But again, let's not harp on that too much because they did come out with a, with a victory and a sound victory. But it gives me <laughs> it gives me definite concern heading into next week because on oh, by the way the 49ers lost today. Great. Only one undefeated team left. I don't know if your if your Jets currently at 14-9 are going to be able to handle that and give them their first loss of the season, but nonetheless, we'll try to do that next week, but Danny I still can't say this team is for real for that simple reason because this defense just keeps making me worry. Like you can't give up, you can't give up that much yardage to Adam Thielen, who's in the latter part of his career when you have AJ Brown and Devontae Smith next week.
1: Can I give you I don't know if it's a hot take? I think you guys are in jeopardy of losing this game if that fourth down fake punt goes for a first down. Because I felt like once that happened, the Panthers lost all momentum. But at that point, they still had the lead. They were like, you know, we're 0-5. Let's go for it on fourth down. They're in midfield. I think they go down because they were moving the ball against you guys up until that point. Mm-hmm. It was early in the second quarter, but they were still moving the ball. That was the turning point to me in the game. I think if they convert that first down, they keep moving the ball and they get points. Now, I think that play changed kind of the, the dynamic, the, the, the feeling for the Dolphins, this game they felt really good. Once they got the ball, they went ahead. They tied the game right after, and then it was downhill for there for the uh, for the Panthers. But you know, I I'm, I'm with you. I worry about this defense. I don't know if this defense can stand up
0: consistently. One of the things we talked about and by the way, Evan. If that's true, I don't know if that's true or not. But he also called the Bills losing to the Jaguars. So if you call the Niners losing today, I'm gonna have to start using your your picks as as some betting money. I'm not a betting well, hopefully, man. That, ho- hopefully, you're... Evan is is on the money of most of these things that he's saying. I don't know. Well, it, facts. Your son has the perfect ex- explanation right now, and I'm and, and I get it. Ben, don't break is kind of like the defense is being played now by Vic Fangio. One of the things these guys talked about is, um, yesterday That's when what a we, lot of
1: zone we... defenses are though.
0: Right. Yesterday when we when we were at Bo Campers at the fan event, uh, Evan, Bobby, um, Rob from Dolphins, Thirsty, Nando, they all said the same thing. This defense needs to stop being cute and start putting some pressure on the quarterback. Now, we weren't talking about going back and reverting to the zero blitz, but we definitely need extra rushers. We need some extra pressure to come with these quarterbacks because there is a big jump from Bryce Young to Jalen Hurts coming up next week.
1: The bend but don't break defense is, is is great and all. But like you said, like when when Vic Fangio has sent the house or at least sent one or two extra rushers, they get to the QBs. Like I I am I when it looks that good when they finally do it, it's like, man, why don't you do this more often? And I don't know, was it me or did Phillips come off the the um, the field kind of hobbled towards the end of the game?
0: There was a little limpage. I, I didn't take anything from it because. because so I know he's going back. Maybe it was there a back ma- injury. Yeah, maybe I should take it because remember, we saw uh, Devon H limp off the field a little bit. And we're like, ah, it's fine. It's the end of the game. That's probably why he didn't make it back in. Long behold, boom, injured reserve for four weeks. But. What are you saying? Are, are, Evan, are you really calling a victory next week? Is is this what you're doing? Because you you could break the news here and now.
1: For those You're on picking-
0: audio, for those on audio, Evan and Posner just wrote that he, Fangio was the consultant for the Eagles, so he knows the team very well. I am more worried about Seagler than X. Is the Seagler w- did go down? Um, if we lose X before we get Jalen Ramsey back, that that's definitely a big loss as well. Um, but your boy, Christian Wilkins, we talked, Evan, Bobby, Danny, we talked about Christian Wilkins. And one of the questions I asked you uh, yesterday, and Danny and I posed it to you, After seeing this game and you saw that he's had back-to-back weeks, that he's shown up getting sacks, tackles for loss. He's doing that. He's doing the things that your boy, Quentin Williams, is doing. One of the questions I asked the guys yesterday, and now I'm posing it to you. Seeing the holes that we have on this defense, the depth issue that Fangio warned us about in training camp, regardless of the type of season that Christian Wilkins ends up having this year, Are you paying him 20 million plus at the end of the season or are you putting that money elsewhere? I think I think it's still
1: too early. I think it's still way too early to 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 say what you would do in that case. I thought you just my my wife I just randomly went and came back. Um uh, I think it's way too early. I mean the first what Four games of the year, he really hadn't made that $20 million a year impact yet. Then he woke up the last two weeks. I mean, for for that type of money, I think you need to wait to see a full season to kind of see the way he's been playing. I mean, obviously, today and last week, he was playing much better than he did the first couple of
0: weeks. But it's also the Panthers, and it's also the Giants, to your point. That's probably what you're saying. We should probably see him do this against the Bills. We should probably see him do this against the Chiefs. We should probably see him do this against – um, the Eagles next week so is that what you're more saying no because
1: even if you would have done it against the Broncos even if you do it against the look there's only a few elite teams right right so if you could do it against three-fourths of the teams in the league then you're good but he wasn't now he didn't do it against the Chargers he didn't do it against the Broncos like but now he's starting to get rolling if he starts beating up on at least the bad teams those stats go up no the stats don't tell you where who you was that you sacked it just tells you you got 12 sacks this year so if he yeah. could just start playing better consistently, I don't care against who it is. I, I mean,
0: give him the money. It's just he hasn't done that yet. Wow, this guy is just coming with the hot takes today. <laughs> Bringing Leonard, Leonard Fournette, I don't know, man. Raheem Mostert seems like he could be the bell cow for this offense, and Salvin well, Ahmed he he does pretty well in this offense as well. So I
1: feel like we should we should talk about Raheem Mostert. How have we gone fifteen minutes and we haven't brought up Raheem oh, Mostert oh, yet?
0: I, Because I wanted to get the negative out of the way first. Because there, okay, there, well, po- there is positives to get to. But Raheem Mostert, like, w- like we talked about on, on the preview episode, Danny, we said neither of us were really worried that Devon Achon wasn't going to be available and wasn't going to be available for several weeks because we felt comfortable enough with what we've seen with Raheem Mostert. He's no slouch. He's up leading the NFL and rushing as well. And boy, did that man show it today. Not just with hurdles, not just with getting hit and keep going, Breaking tackles, cutting sharply, hitting the holes. This man played a complete balling ass game, and it was amazing to see.
1: It's so wild. Six games into the season. I remember we were talking over over the offseason. It was like Mike McDaniel has to run the ball more, he has to run the ball more, but like he's really like done it. Like I thought that he would just like run a little more, but still play his Madden games. Like he's really I have to see see what the split is, run to pass because. He's not only running the ball more, but he's doing it effectively. And man, it's Mike McDaniel has really like he has to be at this point coach of the year.
0: Mm. Like
1: is he not? I agree five with and you. one. But for a- you AFC to say East, that I like it. But a- AFC East, I mean, obviously, I understand why the Jets aren't in there anymore, but AFC right. East, a lot of people were like, Are oh, the Dolphins second or third? Because
0: I got you the Nobody split, was, by the way. 32 rushings altogether from all everybody who touched the ball. 31 passing
1: look at that like like this is what we wanted well like if mike mcdaniel is gonna be a complete offensive coach right if he's gonna have this thing clicking he has to start running the ball more he ran it 50 50 basically yeah like that's what you want and Mm -hmm. i mean hats off to him because that's that was my biggest question mark on him i had two question marks on him one when is he gonna start running the ball more and two how is he gonna lead these guys whenever adversity appears? Because I don't know if he's that guy to kind of get the the guys together. If there's adversity or if if you're losing the locker room, if you have somebody like Chase Claypool all of a sudden acting crazy, like I don't know how he would react in that scenario. But, you know, until that happens, the only thing that that I I had questioned where he he took control of, and I think that he's done a great job. For sure, I think he's leading head,
0: uh, head coach of the year. I will not. I will not do that. No, no, not at all. Uh, your boy's too big to be out there with the type of uh with the type of clothes that McDaniel wears. I cannot, I cannot pull that look off. Um, but Let one tell thing, that- something, uh,
1: and, and com- this is off topic, but yeah, yeah, I noticed last week that he was wearing off white sneakers, uh, off white being the brand, like mm-hmm. uh, Air Force off whites, and I don't know why it started blowing up today, but I will tell you, I'm a sneakerhead. Yes, Mike McDaniel is. is very smooth with his outfits from on game. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. why. I don't know. I, I've always noticed it because I'm, I, that, that's what I'm into. I'm into sneakers and all that. I'm not sure why I started getting traction today on social media. But, yeah, all right, I'm sorry. Go ahead.
0: No, I was going to say uh, one of the other points that um, Evan Posner brought up. He said, I'm concerned, that, again, the no use of Smythe and Chosen. I don't think it was needed, Evan. I don't think it was needed. Like, I'm pretty sure that if it wasn't like if you had to have a crucial first down, You, Durham Smythe is your guy to go to, but we were never in one of those positions. And when we were in third and seventh, and when we were in third and eighth, Tua was finding Tyreek Hill down the middle of the field. Tyreek Hill, by the way, Danny, six catches, 163, and a touchdown. Just throwing
1: that. Yeah. What's funny is that now you say that, I'm like, yeah, okay. Like, it's expected. Like, it's, I don't even like, okay. Now, Durham Smythe did get targeted, but it it was batted down at the. Yes, uh, it was. Like, a lot of
0: people were like, Tua, what are you doing? I'm like, guys, guys.
1: Yeah. actually I think it hit off of, of, of a defender's face mask. But yeah, it was it was it was deflected off in, uh in the, the line of scrimmage. And uh, Roji here wrote, writes no need for Fournette, he is a beast, and Wilson should be back once Hyund is healthy. We're golden. I agree. I agree. I agree, I agree I as agree. well.
0: No, no. First of all, sir, I told you Jason Sanders was gonna be MVP, and now and now we await for you to rock the Jason Sanders jersey on your podcast because I will screenshot it and I will be posting it.
1: That guy is going to cost you guys. And I'm going to say this all year and I'm going to go back and, and cut all these clips. Jason Sanders is going to cost
0: you guys. This guy can't be trusted with a, with a crucial kick. I'm telling you. He he made all of them again today. What else do you want from my man, bro? What else, Danny, before we get out of here? What else do you want from my man? He made all his extra points. What? <laughs>
1: Telling you, he's gonna cost you, man. Um, I, I wanted, I wanted to, uh, to shout out uh, Kater Kohu again, monster. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, they sent him on a blitz. Br- uh, Bryce Bryce Young went ahead, yeah. moved over to the side. He missed them, scrambled to the sideline, and Kater Kohu still hit him from behind. He he ran him down and still got the hit. So he's a, he's a Kato Kohu is, is that guy. He is a dog. You know all those memes that people do, like, with the little
0: dog inside the chest with the skull?
1: Yeah. Dude, that, that kid, man. I love that kid. That kid's awesome.
0: And when he goes back to his natural position at nickel and Jalen is outside and Xavier Howard's on the opposite side, it's only going to get that much better. But yes, bro. Your boy. We got to talk about it. Your boy. He oh. technically had. He technically had a couple of sacks today. Um, One got taken away because of a hold down the middle of the field on Eli Apple, of all people. Oh, no. I think it was Kater Kohu, but it could have been Elaple because Apple was getting beat by everybody. But yeah, <laughs> how do you how do you feel about Nick? Chub? Um, Nick Chubb, Jesus Christ, Bradley Chubb. Uh, Chub before we get out of here, look, Bradley
1: Chubb better put up some T.J. Watt type numbers to get the money the money that he's getting. I don't I don't Bradley Chubb. I will, and maybe by the end of the year, but Rob, I'll be eating my up, words. Rob? But I I i will telling you, I think it was a mistake to give a first round pick for this guy. I don't know. Oh. And uh, and and Agba again, another one, yeah. I know, don't worry, I, I got it on my i got my tablet
0: right here. He's I watching, guys, he is I, watching. I um, wh- one of the things that, real quickly, Evan Van Ginkle was not quiet today. Do you want to know why you didn't see a lot of Van Ginkle because they had him at middle linebacker? He was not coming off the edges, and when he was, it was like one to five snaps at most. I saw him be uh, dropping back in coverage a lot, don't know why. Your guess is good as mine once, once you go back and watch the film. But um it, it was it, it wasn't the game I expected Danny especially in that first quarter. Um yeah. it was it was pretty dope to obviously get another win, move to 5 and 1 and now we're in that we're in that position. I'm excited gotcha. to talk next episode. Yeah, man. We
1: got That's a big Eagles game. Coming. We got and Eagles coming. Sunday night football. I'm excited. That's that's going to be a big time game.
0: Yeah. I I I'm very excited about that. Alright Danny, any final thoughts before we get out of here? No, uh Jason Saunders sucks. Uh oh, Bradley Jesus. Chubb
1: wasn't worth a first-round pick. But I still think that if the defense can get things together, that you guys are the Super Bowl favorite in the AFC. I mean, in the Ooh. AFC. Like, think about it. The Bills haven't looked impressive. The Chiefs barely put up 19 points against the Denver Broncos. I mean, like who's really standing on
0: the AFC right now? It's wide open. And the, the way the Chiefs struggled against the Broncos, that was also, uh-oh. So... <laughs> All right. Well, look, I, look. You're a Red
1: Sox fan. I, I really, you know what? I I don't even want to talk about that. I put that up just for you. I,
0: two times, right two here. Times. He's got he's got the New York Yankees boombox, and then he's got the New York Yankees ch- WWE Championship that, belt. That, that was just for Rob. So my final thoughts on this game, Danny, is. One of the things that conflicts your team and that we watch it every day, uh, every week is obviously we watch your team is that your team starts slow on defense. We Fair can't sense. have that. We cannot have that. We cannot have that, ladies and gentlemen. I think the Dolphins, did a great, the Dolphins defense did a great job from quarter second through fourth. But there's also a bad team. You could get away with this it's with a bad QB, teams. Yeah, for sure. Right. You could get away with that. But when you face the Jalen Hurts of the world and you're facing the Patrick Mahomes of the world, you need to show up to play... And again, I'm still waiting for that statement win. Like I told you guys this weekend, I need to see it before I'm, I'm ready. To, I'm ready to go with what Danny said of us being the Super Bowl favorite. Um, I, I'm not I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet. I know that we're making the playoffs. I know that for 100 percent that we're making the playoffs.
1: I, 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 are you, How are you not one of the AFC like front runner? Like, all right. And I, I know we ran over the time. Right. But I want to have this discussion real quick. Yeah. Think about the AFC in general. The Bills.
0: Are you really scared of the Bills right now? I'm not, but see, when, when you talk about these know, when you talk about these opponents, I'm talking about those quarterbacks facing this defense. You're in, that doesn't give you any pause whatsoever. Of course, but okay, think about the
1: best defenses in the AFC. Yeah. I, I know this might sound biased, but I think the Jets are there. Yeah. Who else is a good, really good defense in the AFC? Nothing off the top of my head. Right. The best defenses are the Niners, the Eagles. Like they're all in the NFC. The strong, strong defenses in the AFC. I can see the Dolphins outscoring their way to a Super Bowl run. Like that. That's just the way I'm feeling right now. Look, the Bills. Have a lot of faith,
0: baby. You have a lot of faith.
1: Yeah, but yeah, I don't know. I just the AFC looks so weak to me. I just don't. I can't take it seriously. Honestly,
0: I'm. I'm excited to have the post game reaction show with you next Sunday after uh, the Dolphins go into Philadelphia and take on the Eagles. But, yeah, that's true. Dolphin, seriously, Dolphin Rob, said that the defense, uh, D- uh, Bill's defense was good until all the key, uh, key injuries hit them. Um, but, again. Okay,
1: I'm sorry. just I'm sorry, Manny, real quick. Uh, so, I, I decided to look it up real quick because I was, I was interested now. The best defenses in the AFC, the Browns, which they used their defense to beat the Niners today.
0: Yes, they did. All Brock right. Purdy looked. Brock Purdy looked really human today.
1: The Ravens,
0: and surprisingly, the Chiefs. There you go. There you go, man. It's gonna give you some pause. It's gonna give you some pause. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, no, yeah. I don't. If the I Chiefs don't... have
1: one of the best defenses, then I take it back. Because then, 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 until Patrick Mahomes goes down. Yeah. All right. But, well.
0: All right, ladies and gentlemen. If you've been watching on YouTube and obviously jumping into the comments, I appreciate you, Evan, Rob, Bobby. Shout out to Steven D for allowing me to fill in for him on Clock Blockers on Friday and Saturday. The Dolphins event that went down at Bo Camber Society was effing amazing. Danny, it was such a great time. And Danny, shout out to you for tuning in and uh, watching us uh, be live. And we did give you a shout out, you know, on on Miami's number one um, Dolphins podcast. So that was pretty dope. But yes, no, they didn't want you on, man. They didn't want you on. But ladies and gentlemen, if you're here, hit that like button. Share the live. If you guys enjoyed it, drop, your, drop it in the comments. And if you didn't enjoy it, like I said, we're open, we're open to constructive criticism. Let us know what we could improve on so we can make your show a better experience for you guys. Danny, what else you got for them to, as you're leading us out?
1: Absolutely nothing. We appreciate you guys taking the time to join us for all the way to the very end. And until the next one, have Fins a good one.